Hello and welcome to the Anxious Bean Podcast. Here we are a safe space to discuss mental health topics and how to survive high school with a mental health disorder. I'm not a professional nor a person with a degree. I'm merely sharing my own story and my own experience with an anxiety disorder and depressive episodes and struggles with my mental health as a whole. I hope you enjoy and I hope you keep that in mind. So this week has definitely been kind of an interesting week for me, and we're going to kind of talk about that today, but I wanted to start the week off how we normally do it. So the things that I'm loving this week are stress and fidget toys. I am currently playing with one right now and absolutely loving them. They're a great way to kind of take out my anxiety on things that are not myself. And I've also really been loving making anything that has eggs in it. I don't usually eat eggs because a lot of the people in my family can't eat them, but I've been making them a lot recently. They've been good for quick and easy breakfast so I can just kind of heat on up. And then I'm also, I've really been loving the school staff at my school, um, and I'll talk about this more later on, but they are just so sweet and caring, and I love them, and they've been so helpful to me um, this week with my journey, so. And then things that I am struggling with this week, um, I have a bunch of exams coming up, exam season is starting, it's in full swing. And I have two big math exams this week that I am absolutely terrified about. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you, but they're going to happen whether I want them to or not. So we might as well do them and try and do my best. And then I've also really been struggling with um, just different ways to better manage my anxiety and finding different outlets for some things. And then... I have also really struggled with overstimulation in the past week where I just get really overstimulated really quickly um, and I'm not entirely sure why that's happening and why it's getting so much worse, but I'm finding it very easy to get overstimulated and that's been hard. So, but hopefully with everything that's happened this week for me, that'll help a lot with that in school at least. So this week I had an intervention meeting. Um with a lot of different people at my school um and this can be known as um an IT meeting an intervention meeting 504 meeting anything where they are putting in place systems to help you better your learning in a way that works for you and so I went into this meeting with both my parents um, the head of counseling, my school counselor, my school psychologist, and my art teacher. And so we had like, I think it was like an hour-long meeting. Um, it was during the school day. And we just kind of talked about how they can best support me and my needs in a school environment better. And what I might need to see from them. And it was definitely scary and I was definitely anxious during it um I was like fidgeting with one of my fidget toys the whole time and my school psychologist noticed and ended up like bringing me a few more after the meeting was like here you go but 
I think the things that they've put in place are hopefully really going to help me. And one of the biggest things that I kind of want to put out there is it is literally these people's jobs to help you. And most of them would not be in the school education teaching industry if they didn't want to help you, you know. And so while these sort of things are so scary, like I was terrified during that meeting. Um, in the end, it all works out and these people are genuinely just there to help you and to try and make sure that you are able to get the best and the most out of your education and out of your school experience. Um, now, thankfully, this was not my parents' first rodeo. Um, both of my brothers have had to go through like IEP plans. Um, and so this was definitely a little bit of an easier process than that. So they were pretty much pros at this whole, like, being called into your child's school for a meeting sort of thing. Um, and I know that there are definitely parents out there who would not do that for their kid. And that's where I really want to remind people that the adults at your school, for the most part, genuinely care about you. And they are there for you. And I know it can be so scary to go and talk to these people, but they are genuinely there to help. And a lot of the times they have the knowledge and the resources to help you in ways that you might not think they'd be able to help you. Um, and I know that um, under the confidentiality agreement that all counselors, psychologists, therapists, that they all kind of have to go through is they can't necessarily tell your parents anything unless you are harming yourself others or plan to do so and so other than that most of what you say to your school counselor a trusted adult a teacher most of it isn't going to get back to your parents if your parents are adamantly like set on thinking that mental health doesn't exist um and it does and it's like physical health uh and in fact you're day-to-day well-being it varies by day and sometimes you get sick mentally and sometimes you're burnt out sometimes you're depressed and sometimes you just can't do things um and that's something that we as a society are getting a little better at but something that we still need to continue to get better at is we need to continue to be able to support people with both physical and mental impairments because while we're we've taken leaps and bounds in both um the supports and things for mental impairments is of invisible disabilities and overall just different sorts of disabilities and impairments that we can't see still has a long way to come um and that's something that i really hope that by the time you know i'm well in retirement that's something that's changed a lot because in the end, like, how are we going to move forward as a society if we're all living with broken brains and don't have the systems and the support to be able to survive our own mind, you know? And I think that that's really imp- why it's really important to advocate for yourself in situations like school and be able to say, hey, is there any way that I could get these supports put in place to help me learn m- at my best and be at my best? And so... I think that that's really important and it's definitely super scary and I am still working so hard to try and get better at advocating for myself 
because sometimes not gonna lie I suck at it like utterly suck and so I'm trying to get a lot better with being able to talk with other people and communicate how I'm feeling and how they can best support me on days where I might not be able to communicate to them what I need uh, in that moment. And that's something that can really be applied to any area of your life, whether that be friendships, romantic relationships, um, relationships with your parents, teachers, coworkers, whatever. A lot of the times, it's really hard to tell people what you need in that moment when you're in that dark place and you have no idea what to say or maybe you're nonverbal at that point or you just cannot find a way to say what you need. It's really important sometimes to have that sort of plan laid out for what they can do to support you. And I know that that is extremely hard. It is something that I'm still working on. Some days I still don't really know what helps me exactly um, when I'm like in the midst of an anxiety attack or a really bad depressive episode. It's still really hard for me to kind of figure out what are the best ways for people to reach me when I'm in that sort of situation. And so I think overall just being able to really take advantage of the supports that you have through your school. And even if it's just stopping in, talking to your counselor and being like, hey, you're pretty cool. Um, would I be able to stop by anytime I need help? Just being able to kind of build that relationship with the people at your school, because that's really what they're there for. That's what those adults are there for. And even though it is so extremely scary, it's that's what they're there for. And a lot of the times, if you... um as long as you're not asking for, like, legal protections or anything, which is kind of what an intervention is, um, sometimes they won't get your parents involved. And that can be helpful for a lot of people whose parents might not necessarily be supportive of their mental health needs. But also, in an intervention, say your parents are supportive and they want to help you um, further your education in a way that works for you. In the intervention, they'll usually kind of read out kind of what your teachers are saying about you and what they think you need help with if anything and you know are you interacting with your peers are you keeping up with your schoolwork things like that and they'll usually have one of your teachers in the room with them um that was my art teacher shout out to her i absolutely love her she is one of my favorite teachers and one of my favorite people um and then you just kind of talk and you talk to all the adults in the room and they take a lot of feedback from you or at least they took a lot of feedback from me on what I want to see what I think will best help me and then they talk to my parents about what they see at home what they think might benefit me in school things like that so overall it's not necessarily anything crazy um I thought it was gonna be like a lot worse and a lot more awkward but, you know, I got into the room and I was like, oh, I know all these people. Oh. Um, and so that's a huge reason why it's great to be able to foster those sort of connections with the adults at your school. Because that'll really allow you to be able to go into crazy new situations like this and advocate for yourself. And be able to say, hey, I need this from you. How can we make that happen? And so, 
overall, I mean, adults are scary. Don't get me wrong. Talking to adults is scary. And sometimes that fear is never really going to go away. But in the end, we can all just kind of do our best to foster connections with the people around us. And if you don't really connect with everybody at your school or all the adults or all of the counseling department, that's fine. Find that one person. Find that person or two who you really connect with and who you know will always be on your team by your side if you need anything. And that can really make all the difference because once you're able to get these sort of things in place, it can help you so much. Like I know friends who have benefited so much from interventions in 504s. Um, and so today I just kind of wanted to talk about this process and how it went for me. And that way, if any of you guys who are curious about it at all, now you know. And I will probably do more episodes on this as kind of my intervention plan progresses, as I add to it, and as I really see if it's working or not. hope you enjoyed this episode of the anxious beam and i hope that you will continue to tune back in for new episodes i am so looking forward to growing this community as i keep posting new episodes and i would love to hear what you guys think